Hey mama, you and I both know losing weight and living a healthy life is about the food, but it's not really about the food. We've been conditioned from a young age to conform into these tightly wound up balls of untruths, processes, and ideals that are not our own and don't serve us. Leaving behind a tornadic path of shame, guilt, regret, and unfortunately unwanted weight gain. Mama, we are straight up stuck in this mess and we have lost our way to happy and healthy. Over the last six years, I have worked with hundreds of mamas and nothing has become more clear to me. We must unravel what we think we know and push past these false teachings and empower ourselves to make choices that serve us and lead us to the life we want to live. Mama, unraveling can get a little messy at times, but we're mamas and getting dirty is a part of the gig. Here we go. Well, hello there, sweet mama. I am so excited that you are back for another week of filling your cup and making sure that we are leveling up each week in motherhood, nutrition, uh, mindset, all of the things that make this mama life so, so awesome. And I don't know about you and where you're at, but I can feel the season starting to change. And I'm pretty excited about that. I love change. I remember there was a point in my life when change really brought on a lot of anxiety, a lot of worry. But as I I get older and older, change is really exciting. And I especially love when the seasons start to change. There's just something magical about starting a new season. And so that's what I want to chat with you about today is, are you thinking about the holiday seasons yet? I know, I know this feels a little bit premature, but y'all, it's a stone's throw away. It's not very far. And I know it doesn't technically kick off until we're a little bit closer to Halloween, but I wanted to let you in on a little secret. If you want to make it through this holiday season without gaining extra weight, then you have to start thinking about it now. A lot of times, mama, we wait way too long to start thinking about what our goals are, what we want out of certain seasons, and how we are going to get there. So I want to share with you today these three simple steps. It's a simple three-step process for surviving the holidays without gaining the extra weight. And mama, listen, I have used these three, three strategies over the last seven years, and it has absolutely been instrumental in me enjoying the holidays, not having FOMO, not feeling like I'm missing out on all the things that I love about the holidays, but walking into the new year, feeling like a rock star, feeling confident and feeling good in the skin that I'm in. And I want to share these three steps with you today. Okay. So normally if you go to a party or a celebration and you overeat, you might gain a pound or two, but when you go back to your normal eating patterns, the weight should go away in a week or so. However, the holidays are a little bit different, aren't they? Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and new years are so close together that it can make it really hard for our weight to stabilize between each indulgent holiday. And they tend to kind of back themselves up back to back, right? So it makes it really tough to do that. And if you want the upcoming year to be different, if you want to make it through the holidays, having enjoyed them instead of hating yourself, then you have to follow this three-step process. These are the tips and tricks I teach my mamas in my Macros Made Easy program to help them thrive during the holidays without gaining the extra weight. So number one, here's what I want you to do. Take some notes. If you're at home, get out your journal, take some notes. If you're driving in your car and you're listening to this, that's fine. I'm going to speak. 
loud and clear so that you can hear me. Okay. So number one, look at what your holiday plans are. The very first step is always, always, always make a plan. Each month I have my macros made easy mama take a look at their calendar to see what special occasions, nights out, date nights, holiday, whatever it is that's coming up that is going to require them to think differently about their food than the average day. Okay. So what is coming up for you? Get your calendar out, look at it. Okay. You need to know what you have on the calendar so that you can plan around it. This is especially true during the holidays, Halloween parties, Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving, and all the Christmas winter holiday parties can quickly add up. And if you don't pay attention to all the parties and just eat whatever you want, your body isn't going to be able to keep up. You will gain weight and you will feel awful about it because that's our default. That's what we've always done, right? I always equate overeating to overspending because it's a lot easier for us to wrap our heads around money than it is around nutrition, right? So imagine you have a Christmas shopping holiday budget of $3,000 and you have three kids. You could say, I'm going to spend $1,000 on each kid, but when you go shopping for your oldest, you don't pay attention to price tags and you go to the register and you check out and you've spent $2,000. Now you only have $1,000 for each of your other two kids. And I don't know about you all, but that's going to start a massive fight in my house when I overspend on one and not the other, right? That would make things a mess for you, right? You would only have $500 for each one of your kids when you intended to spend $1,000 on each kid, right? Your food budget works in the same way. You only have so many calories that your body can burn. And if you overeat at one party, you can't just return the food. Please, please don't return the food. Keep it. Nobody wants it, right? Now you have less to eat at your other two parties right? So instead of depriving yourself for the rest of the holiday season, take a look at what you have going on and then prioritize each party that you will stick to your food boundaries for and which ones you want to have more flexibility and you want to have a little more indulgent behavior at those parties. We cannot indulge in seven parties if we have seven parties in the month. Now, listen, if you only have two parties in your month, cool. Let's indulge in them, but let's be mindful. Let's be aware. Let's know what's going on so that we can be in control of what happens to us this holiday season, right? So let me give you an example. I would much rather spend my calories at my husband's holiday work party where I get to get dressed up and eat amazing food than at my kid's holiday class party where they're serving hard store-bought cookies and juice, things that I'm not really going to enjoy and love. And listen, I'm not going to make it a big deal in front of my kids either. I'm not going to be like, look at Emery, mommy's not eating this cookie or drinking this juice because I've got big plans later at your dad's business, uh, at your dad's firefighter Christmas party. No, no, no. We just, we just do what we need to do and we don't make it a big deal. Right. But deciding ahead of time, which parties and foods are important to you will keep you on the right track during the holidays. It will help you avoid feeling deprived all the time. And you'll make it through January in a much better space in your head and shape in your body. Listen, mama, I know it's overwhelming to try and figure out everything you have going on in three months. So I wanted to make it easy for you. I have a free events calendar downloadable that will help you see not only what events you have coming up, but it will give you the option to stay within your food boundaries or have more flexibility. That way you can visually see how much you're going to be indulging in this holiday season. You can grab it in my 
free Facebook group, Busy Mom Simple Nutrition. So if you're not already a member in my Busy Mom Simple Nutrition, above or below, depending on where you're watching this video, in my podcast or in the group or on YouTube, snag that link, Busy Mom Simple Nutrition, and join my free Facebook group. It's so much fun. There are thousands of women in there who are just diving into motherhood, nutrition, mindset, all of the good stuff. Okay. So number one, have a plan, look at your calendar and have an idea of how many parties you have going on so that you can make awesome choices when it comes to this holiday season. All right, let's talk about step number two, drop this down in your little journal. Okay. Step number two, plan to eat well during the holidays. Listen, there's nothing worse than sitting around the table with your friends and family and having to pass up on all of your favorite holiday food because you're eating healthy right now. Depriving yourself of food isn't healthy. A huge part of healthy eating is enjoying your food, right? And I want you to enjoy the food that makes you happy, but I want you to think about more than just one meal. You need to know how to think about your food daily and how to balance out the fun food with the more nutritious food. That way you can walk into the new year feeling incredible, right? So first you should learn how to plan your meals each day so that they fit into your nutritional boundaries, into the goals that you want. My backward meal planning system is the foolproof way to enjoy meals without letting things get completely off the rails. If you have a party or an event in the evening that you want to enjoy, then you should right? There's no reason why you should miss out on it. However, most people think that if they're going to have an off meal during the day, then they should just ignore how they eat for the rest of the day because they are blowing it anyways. So they might as well do whatever they want, but that's exactly how one meal gets you into big trouble, right? That's how we go from one off meal to one week of off meals to two weeks to three months of off meals. And now we're walking into a new year feeling like garbage all over again. So instead, plan the rest of your day around your off meal. If you're going to a dinner party where you know there are going to be decadent, delicious foods, then earlier in the day, you should choose foods that are lower in fat and lower in carbs and packed full of protein. Because almost always, when you go out to a decadent dinner, protein's gonna be low, fat's gonna be really high, and carbs are gonna be moderate to high, right? So we can plan our food earlier in the day around that. And we can get our protein in so that we're not ravenous when we get to the party. And then when we're at the party, we can make really great choices. This is how you create a balanced diet. It needs to be taken day by day. Don't let one meal or one day stop you from reaching your goal. Sometimes it won't feel fun to eat eggs for breakfast and chicken breast for lunch. But remember that your dinner out will be fun. You need to make space for nutritious foods along with the fun foods. That is the best balance and the best combination that we can set ourselves up for is to have the fun foods and and the good for you foods, right? Now, the second way to prioritize healthy eating during the holidays is to make healthy food options available when you're meal planning for your holiday dinners to make sure that there are foods on the menu that will fit into your health goals. For some holidays like Halloween, where there aren't really traditional foods, it can be easy to plan a healthy menu. My family loves to eat cornbread and chili on Halloween because it feels festive. And even though it's not really all that 
cold in Arizona, it starts to feel like chili is the change of the season, right? But I can pack that chili with veggies and proteins and filling carbs, which helps balance out all of the candy that my kids are going to want to eat as they trick or treat, right? So having a few go-to healthy meals that the whole family enjoys can make holiday planning so simple, so much easier and help you stay in alignment with your body goals, with your confidence in how you are eating for the holiday season. Okay. However, it gets a little more difficult for holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas, because a lot of the foods we eat on those holidays have deep traditions behind them. And so we feel emotionally attached to them. Some of those foods are only available during that time of the year, and we don't want to miss out on them. I get that. I a hundred percent get that. There are feelings and emotions tied to certain foods like grandma's warm apple pie, right? For these occasions, again, make sure you prioritize which foods you must have and which ones you're okay with skipping. That being said, you can always make a little healthy swap for some of the traditional holiday foods. I have an amazing healthy holiday food swap resource that's available in, guess where, my Busy Mom Simple Nutrition free Facebook page. That downloadable is waiting for you in my Busy Mom Simple Nutrition Facebook page. So head over there and grab it. It's full of recipes like mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, sweet potato casserole, pumpkin pie. It will be a lifesaver during these holidays. When those foods have such tradition behind them, you now get to enjoy them and not feel guilty or bad or ashamed or stressed out about how you're going to walk into the new year because you are making healthy food swaps. Now, I know that if you start to create awareness around which holiday foods are the most important or delicious, and you enjoy those without filling up on foods that don't make you all that happy, you'll both enjoy your holiday season and not put extra pounds on. So that's going to be step number two. Okay. Plan your meals, know what it is that you're having, and then swap some of the foods that you don't necessarily love out for good foods that are healthy for you. Okay. All right. So step number three, jot this down in your journal, know your body and mind. <laughs> okay. Listen, I know some of you are like checking out, please. Right. I saved the best for last, but please, please, please don't leave because this section isn't talking about easy fixes. It may seem like the least important part of weight loss, but it's actually what's been missing from all of your efforts. Knowing and understanding your body and your mind is essential to not gaining weight during the holidays. I know, I know, I know, I know. You want it to be something trickier than that, but it's simply not. It's not really about the food. It's not really about how much you love grandma's apple pie. It is 80% mental. And we've got to address that. Anybody who doesn't address that does not see the big picture of healthy, sustainable, long-term weight loss. So let's start with the easier part, knowing your body. A lot of mamas are so busy that we learn to ignore our full and hunger cues because we don't have time to eat or because we think we're too tired to think of something to eat. Can I get an amen on that? I mean, I've been in the point at the point before where I've been so exhausted. I'm like, I'm just not even going to eat, right? Like healthy eating or trying to figure out what to eat is so complicated that I just don't have it in me to figure out, right? 
Listen, mama, I've been there. I've done that. I understand that. The problem with ignoring our body's cues is that eventually we lose that connection to our body. We basically go into starvation mode and our body stops doing for us what we want it to do, which is to burn calories so we don't gain weight, right? We work ourselves until we can't go anymore. Then we stuff our faces because we don't know when we'll get another chance to eat. And then our body turns on us and starts saving all of those calories and puts them in places that we don't want them, like the back of your legs right here. Okay. To change this, you need to start listening and paying attention to the signals your body is giving you. I have a simple system that I teach my busy moms uh, in my macros made easy program, how to recognize their full and hunger cues. It's called the negative two to two system. This first step is to create a hunger scale. Zero is going to be your neutral point. Okay. You're neither hungry nor full numbers. One to 10 indicate fullness. Okay. So number negative one to negative 10 indicates hunger. I want you to jot these numbers down on a piece of paper or on a note in your phone because you're going to write down the signals your body communicates to you and gives you when you are one to 10 or negative one to negative 10. And when you think to yourself, hmm, I'm hungry, jot that down. That's probably your body's first signal. That hunger is approaching. Maybe your mouth waters. It's different for everybody. That's why you have to do the work because your hunger cues are not going to be the same as my hunger cues. Now, we all know what hangry looks like, but each one of us hits hangry at a different level, okay? So we wanna jot those things down so we understand who we are in our nutrition and what signals our body is giving to us, okay? When you're hangry and you can destroy anyone or anything in your path for food, that's probably, a negative 10. You don't want to let your body get to that point. Not no, nothing good <laughs> comes from that point of hunger. Okay. On the other side of the hunger scale, a 10 would be after Thanksgiving dinner where you can't move, where you feel the throw up sitting in your throat. When you feel so overly full that any little burp or anything is going to send it all coming forward. That would be a 10. Again, not a healthy place for us to be. Okay. And I want you to stay within the negative two to two range. This is a little bit past the thoughts. I'm hungry or I'm feeling full. I want you to feel satisfied when you're done and eating. And I want you to eat before you start getting frustrated with people. When you start, stop before you get emotional about your food, that's the perfect range for you to enjoy food without going overboard. Okay. Some people will err on the side of getting too hungry before a big meal, but I want you to realize that that doesn't serve you either. The hungrier you are, the easier it is to overeat. Listen to your body and know when you need to eat and when you need to stop. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about getting your mind in the right place. A lot of times we think weight loss or even eating healthy is a physical thing, but there is a huge mental component to this. There's a, that we often tend to ignore. Okay. Think back to the last holiday meal that you had, even if it was Labor Day, a barbecue, a birthday party, what did you say to yourself before and after that meal? Did you speak kindly to yourself or did you beat yourself up? Were you upset with what went wrong, what you did, what you didn't do, what you ate, what you didn't eat, what you drank, what you didn't drink? What were the thoughts that you said to yourself? Women are incredibly hard on themselves for what they eat, and it's not healthy. Instead of beating yourself up after a meal that went off track, what if you showed yourself some grace? What do you think would happen if you did that? Saying, I'm an idiot. Why did I eat that much? Doesn't help you lose weight. It actually makes you pack on more. What if instead you thought to yourself, I enjoyed my food last night. It gave me the energy to enjoy the people that I was with. It was a ton of fun. And today I'm going to go back to my normal boundaries so that I feel best in my skin. 
what kind of energy would infuse into your body and what approach would you take if that's how you spoke to yourself? My guess is because I've seen it happen over the last seven years that really great things would start to happen and it wouldn't take you as long to get back on track because your energy and your mind is moving you in that direction. When we beat ourselves up, we stay stuck longer and we stay back here in our frustration and we don't move forward at the trajectory that we should be. What a huge difference, right? It's important to take some time to reflect on our choices after a holiday event. Did you stick to your plan? Did things get off track? It's okay either way, have self-awareness, ask yourself questions and know how you're feeling, know what you're thinking and understand it. Self-awareness is everything when it comes to losing weight, feeling confident and loving the skin that you're in. If you're avoiding reflecting on your choices, then that's a huge red flag. Is there a reason you're avoiding yourself? Are you disappointed? Are you ashamed? You're having these feelings and while they may be uncomfortable and not your favorite, you need to sit with them and understand where they're coming from. Your brain, your body is trying to communicate to you. And most of the time, what we do is we just ignore it. And when we ignore things that are not serving us, they tend to fester and turn into a wound that we cannot heal. That takes a whole lot more than just a little mindset shift to get over. These conversations that you have with yourself around your food choices are the most important and empowering conversations that you can have. Having these uncomfortable conversations are going to be key to gaining self-understanding and to be able to give yourself grace. You'll also build mental resiliency and become healthy women that you've always dreamed of becoming when you take the time to think through your food choices. Listen, mama. Shame, guilt, and regret won't help you lose weight, but reflection, knowledge, and action will. Take the time to journal out what you're thinking and feeling and turn it into new thoughts that will help you move forward. Change your self-dialogue. That's huge. And the only way to change your self-dialogue is to know where are you getting stuck in the first story to begin with so that you can change the one that you want to rewrite. This holiday season has the potential to be your best yet. I believe that wholeheartedly. Listen wholeheartedly, I believe that this holiday season can be your best one yet. If you can create a plan and stick to it, I know that you'll have the the healthy holiday season that you've always wanted to, right? And if you're nervous about making it through the holidays without gaining the extra weight, you're not alone, mama. Lots of women out there feeling that way. I can remember when I felt that way, but you don't have to do it alone. Let's talk. I can help you stick to your goals and to get to January feeling the best you've ever felt without having to deprive yourself of the favorite holiday foods that you love. So above or below, depending on where you are watching this video, I want you to click on the link or or take the action that it's telling you to take in order to schedule a free discovery call. Let's draw clarity around where you're at, what's going on, and how I can help you devise a plan that will help you get through this new year feeling incredible like you've never felt before. I cannot wait to chat with you. So that's all I have for y'all this week. If you are, uh, if you have any questions, you need any help, I want you to reach out to me until I see you next week. Be well, chat with you soon. Bye-bye for now. Mama, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for spending a little piece of your crazy day with me. I am hopeful that what I shared with you today allows you to put the pieces of your incredible life puzzle back together where it belongs. If anything from these podcasts resonates with you and you find yourself shaking your head, heck yes, mama, to what is being taught here, please hit that subscribe button and share this with other mamas who need to unravel in all the right ways. I created a place and a space for us to do just that, 
Go check out my free resource page with all kinds of goodies waiting to push you along in your success. Check it out at theunraveledmama.com forward slash resources with an S at the end. Here you will find tips, tricks, hacks, ideas, recipes, must-haves, and my favorites that have helped me crush my goals all along the way. Let's be action takers and move makers and take this to the next level so that you can find that sweet spot in your nutritional journey. See you next week, mama.